Hi. Hey guys, welcome to episode 76 of Res Hockey. I am Trev, and you just heard Bush saying, what did you say? Hi. <laughs> What's going on, man? No. There we go. Seems like uh, I spent the whole weekend with Bush, and I'm yep. just looking at him again, looking at his mug. Yeah. So uh, how are you feeling after uh, this weekend of hockey? I'm feeling overstimulated, overtired, and uh, not too good about it either. And, and it's crappy, like, like uh, especially when you're starting your Monday off a fresh week, a fresh week, and you're tired already, and you're just dreading to go to work. It's like, damn. And you got a short work, work week because you got to go to uh, British Columbia this week, eh? Yeah. So will your legs be ready to ski the slopes? Oh, yeah, that's a tough question. They're gonna be ready. When you go skiing for like two, three days, are they more sore from skiing than playing a weekend of hockey? They're more. Uh, I would say skiing. Yeah. Yeah. So, so like either like the ride home is crappy because you're sore <laughs> yeah. from skiing and whatnot. Oh Kay. man. What's uh what hurts more, falling on your ass when you're skiing or getting hit into the boards? I would say uh, falling on your ass when you're skiing, cause cause you got a lot of panic, eh? So <laughs> yeah, it hurts when you land on a no bum situation. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Welcome to episode seventy six. Um, we're happy that you will be joining Bush and I. Uh, we are. Currently recording our show on Treaty 3 territory, uh, home of the Anishinaabe, mm-hmm. um, which includes Bush. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, we're uh, happy to be on this beautiful land um, on Treaty 3 territory. Um, our guest for this week, for episode 76, is from Pound Maker First Nation out in Saskatchewan. This guy's um, one of the best players in Indian country right now. This guy's, if he has a puck in the offensive zone, this guy's going to score with, he has a pretty deadly shot, wicked shot. Uh, our guest is Justin Waskowicz. So we're uh, happy to have have him on the show. Um, it's He's uh, one player that I really wanted to have come on the show because he's one, of, like I said earlier, he's, he's uh a, a res ringer, so someone mm-hmm. you would love to have on your team because he just snipes goals. So, yeah. Because uh, of the week, because of the week for episode 76, this is a good one. Oh, excuse yes, me. Yes, it is. Because of the week for episode 76 is none other than Dustin McLeod. Yeah. Kenora, Ontario. <laughs> uh, if you're looking for a house in Kenora, this is the guy to go to. Mm-hmm. He'll uh, he'll hook you up. He's a realtor in our area, a very successful realtor. So yeah, hit him up if you're looking for a house. He's uh he'll he'll get you a good deal. Man, that's a pretty good promote promoting Dusty right there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's that's almost like a sponsored deal right there. Yeah. <laughs> 
So uh, thanks, Dusty, for all your support. And he uh, he's a uh, he's a fan of the show. He uh, likes talking about it. I uh, play old timers with him, so he likes bringing up the show and whatnot. So thanks, Dusty. We appreciate it. Yeah. Shout outs. Do you have any shout outs for episode seventy six? Shout outs. Shout outs to Bruce Williams, Jason and Austin Struckel, Rich Bryant, and many other American friends in Eveleth, Minnesota for organizing and inviting us to this tournament. So we thank you. It's awesome. It's a lot of fun. What was that tournament called, anyways, that we went to? Is I there... think it's just called Big Stick Tournament. And, oh, yeah. They, At the Hippodrome. They have uh, the second biggest hockey stick maybe a couple blocks down from the arena. I know yeah. the biggest stick in the world is in uh, Duncan, B.C. on Vancouver Island. Um, yeah, that stick out there in Duncan's way bigger than the one in Eveleth, but the one in Eveleth is pretty big still. Funny yeah. story about that hockey stick. <laughs> we won't say names. We won't mention any names, but there was a guy on our hockey team. He was, he had a couple pop, cold pops, and he's feeling good. And yeah. Always in a good mood, talkative joking laughing so we were telling him hey you should go on that climb on that hockey stick and he sat there like for a while he was was thinking about it it's like thinking about climbing that hockey stick he's like do i do it close or no clothes it's like whatever you want man but it wasn't that cold it was maybe minus five while we were there that weekend (laughs) at nights but so yeah Uh, unfortunately he didn't do it he backed out (laughs) was probably a wise decision yeah, we were telling them there were snow banks around that hockey stick. It's like, yeah, if you fall, if you fall, there's <laughs> there's snow banks you can break your fall. But that that stick was what over hundred feet. Do you, would yeah. you say hundred feet? Like the I'd the, see, yeah. the top of the stick, but I don't think he'd make it that far. No, I, but I think still, that made about. I don't it, think he would have even climbed up on the blade. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's it, it's. One of the, uh, our highlights of the night, trying to convince a guy on our team to climb this big ass hockey stick. So <laughs> you should uh, Google to see how how big that stick is. <laughs> but yeah, it was a fun fun tournament. Uh, as Bush said, we went to Everleth, Minnesota. I like these small towns and like uh, small hockey towns like in Minnesota <laughs> because. You walk in the arena and they have all this history from like 1940 all the way up to today, like of all the hockey history, the championships they've won, the players that made it to like Division One NHL yeah. and junior hockey and high. Well, Minnesota High School, which is big, it's just they really love their tradition and it's a really nice small hockey town and mm-hmm. it's it's fun playing in those small towns. Um, yeah, I mean, we had this one situation where we played this team Friday night and they gave us a good ass kicking. They beat us, um, Bush. What was the score of that game? Like seven, seven, two, seven. No, it was seven, four, seven, three, seven, four. I thought seven, four. It was seven, four. And Bush was still a plus four. (laughs) Because we scored. (laughs) And then it seems like they scored like w- within the next shift. <coughs> yeah, That's so what... we lost to that team. And you got, you, you got taken out when he had, when he attempted to block his shot. Yeah, I t- we were on the power play, and I went to go. I got the puck in the slot area, 
and I shot the puck. And while I was shooting this big guy, he must have been around 6'5", 230. And <laughs> yeah. he's a big, solid guy. Came diving, like, head first at me. And he took my legs out and he hurt my one my right knee. And that it took me a while to get up. And he's like, oh, I'm so sorry. I was trying to block a sh- block your shot. I was like, dude, you came you came at me head first. I'm like, I should have just waited for him to dive and shoot the puck at his head. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, we played that team Friday. Then we played the exact same team under a different name Sunday in yeah. the Constellation. And that's the one thing, the one rule that they allow that you could play for more than one team in the old timers. So we pretty much played the same team, but they have they had two different names, which which I didn't like because they knew they kicked our ass the first game. So I'm sure they're feeling pretty confident yeah. that they were going to do that Sunday morning, which they did. Yeah. It's just weird how these American teams and I mean they're just for fun. There's no cash prize. There's no no trophy. It's just it's just for fun. So, but. If you're gonna make a tournament, you gotta to play for one team, yeah. one team only. You can't play for a number of different teams in that old in that in the division, which is I mean, you'll never hear hear that if you play NIST tournaments. No. One team and one team only. No matter what. Even if a team's short. So um, but yeah, that was a good tournament. I'm sure we'll go again next March. Yep. I think so. Uh, there was an incident that was captured on social media. Well, a video then posted on social media on Facebook about Connor Bedard snubbing First Nation youth when, like, when he's walking back to the ice. He, like, all the Regina Pat players were high fiving kids, but Connor Bedard came walking by, lifted up his hands, which he didn't want no, no contact with the young young players, young kids. Do you, is he wrong to do that? I think he's wrong. If you're gonna snub, just snub everybody. Yeah, like like be a prick to everybody. Don't just be selective. But I think like is it is he being superstitious or is he just totally game mode where he's just focused on the next period just to. Well, you can tell you you know he's in you know he's in a mode you know he's in a you know he's not I don't think he's even looking at the kids I just I think he's using his peripheral I think he's looking at where he's what he's gonna do on this first ship and what I think he's going over plays in his head but I feel bad for him because there was a lot of anger and a lot of people are upset yeah. at a 17 year old for doing that but I'm sure he's a really good guy like you you can't judge a 17-year-old for one thing that he's done, right? Yeah. I'm sure he's going to do a lot of good things with First Nation kids working with them with whatever team he drafts in, into the NHL. Or mm-hmm. if he goes, no, I don't. Like uh, like Wacy said a couple of weeks ago, he's not going to go back to Regina. So so who's the lowest right now? Who's Who has the best chance of winning that? The lottery job, Montreal. Well, either way, I don't think I think he's gonna be like how Sidney Crosby were. Like, yeah, this generation of players, Connor McDavid, they're always 
willing to give back to the fans. I think it was just, I don't think it was anything racial about it. No, he's I don't. Just, he's just game mode, right? Like you, I think. Well, if you look at any player that's, well, especially in his position, like he's not playing for his name; he's playing for his jersey, and he's and. I I just think he's. I don't even think he was looking at any kids. I think he was just saying, "Oh, I'll pat these two kids. I'll pat these next ones. I don't care. Like, don't touch me. I gotta, I gotta walk every five steps, and then I put my arms out. So maybe it's superstitious." I watched. Like, there was another you know, video online, and he didn't high five anyone. Yeah. See, so, he's a prick, but he's yeah. but he's honestly he's a prick. He's he's probably just zoned in. Like, yeah. Like don't like don't talk to me. Don't touch me. Don't don't breathe me. Don't look at me. I'm I'm I gotta focus on my game and everything at that. And it's okay to be like that. Everyone's different, yeah. right? Like I'm sure yeah. after the game he'll sign a hundred autographs for the kids. And yeah, it's just mid game. He's in game mode and he's focused on the game. So I think we gotta lay back. Don't take it so personal. He's a kid. Yeah. He's he's he, playing a game. We. You gotta be more understandable and not take it to heart. Is he seventeen? He's seventeen, going he's on eighteen. Seventeen years old, people. He, he he's trying to. He's not trying to. He's trying he has, to solidify uh, his 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 sense of worth in his mind. Because if you ask him, he just, he he'll always say that uh, you know what I'm I'm not playing that that well tonight. I uh, I could have did something better, but I has, I think I think people just leave him alone. Yeah, he has the whole world watching him, and I don't yeah. think he needs any stress because of one video that went viral about mm-hmm. him not high fiving First Nations kids. Like, if you can, if you if you can do it, do it. But if you can't, it's okay. I mean, he's gonna have the rest of his career to be giving back to all these community groups and whatnot. Yeah. So let's not judge him on one based on one action. So it's we got we got to lighten up I guess. Yeah. A lot of NHL players do that. You see they it on don't TV. Care what color you are? They, they, they don't high five every kid that that's well. standing over the glass. So and and a lot of those kids are non-indigenous. So we got to just think of that too. I'm sure non-indigenous people when they see that kid not getting a high five i'm sure they don't get pissed off and upset about yeah. it so we we have to do the same and just shake it off and hope next time that he does and so but it's good to see the other players doing it though so it's not yeah. it's not a total bad incident so yeah like we said just relax he's a kid he's playing a, he's focused he's he wants to make a living so he's he has to if it's part of his superstition, that so be it. Yeah. So, but yeah, there was, a, there was another angle on that. It wasn't just from the indigenous child; it was uh, from everywhere else. He he didn't high five everybody, and he excluded a lot of people. So I think he, I don't know, maybe he maybe he only high fives people on his on his tenth stride. Yeah, it's <laughs> a part of, it's a part of being superstitious. We don't know what he does, so. Yeah. Every player is different when it comes to being superstitious and 
Maybe ten stride. Maybe only the, if it's at a shoulder height, weight height, weight or waist height. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. So we'll see. We'll we'll see. Just give him a break. He's yeah. he's a good kid. I'm sure he is, and I'm sure he's gonna learn as yeah. he's only 17. So give him time. Uh, be patient because he's just a teenager still. So uh, Winnipeg Jets. Winnipeg Jets. Along with Waysack, Winnipeg Aboriginal Sports Achievement Night had their Heritage Night this past Saturday against Bush's Edmonton Oilers. Yeah. Um, who won that game, Bush? No comment. Kind of figured. Anyways, Winnipeg Jets won that like game. Froze. Won that game over the Edmonton Oilers. Um. It was the first time that two NHL teams wore indigenized sweaters. I yeah. I didn't know that was a word indigenized. Oh, that's a nice one. Yeah, I, I looked I saw that on Sportsnet, so I kind of copied that. So that's cool that to have two teams wearing practice jer- their uh not practice jerseys, but their pregame warm up jerseys, which are um made up by indigenous artists. So it's good it was good to see Good on Edmonton Oilers on um, partaking in that along with the Winnipeg Jets. But, uh, yeah, unfortunately, we weren't uh, able to watch that game because we were in the U.S. And only thing you see on U.S. Ch- uh, sports channels is either college basketball, basketball. That's pretty much it. Just those two, like on ESPN. But uh, good for the Winnipeg Jets on having um, – that special night. And it's good that they're having more than other than just indigenous night. Like they had Filipino night. They had like black history night with black history month uh, last month. And they'll have different, different cultures, um, which is, which is good to see that they're promoting different cultures with their hockey programs. Uh, Same with the Calgary flames. Uh, Calgary Flames had Indigenous Nights against the Minnesota Wild March 4th. Uh, the national anthem was sung in Blackfoot by Delana Blackhorse, which which was pretty neat. Uh, treaty 7. Calgary's in Treaty 7, so they had a player, uh, Treaty 7 player tribute, which consisted of like former guests, uh, Wacy Rabbit, Judd Blackwater, Colton Yellowhorn, and other players. Um they had the seven Chiefs from the Treaty 7 all drop the opening puck, which is really good. And they had their traditional uh, headdresses and traditional outfits from their community. So it's really good that they're pr- promoting our culture and our different, different, what's the word I'm looking for? Ooh, different. Like every, like every tribe, like I'm a, I'm Creed, Bush is Ojibwe. Multicultural. Yes, that's it. Uh, that there's uh different. I don't know what I'm going with. Different. Variety. Yeah, like we're all different, but we're the same. So, but it was good to see that they were wearing their traditional regalia and their clothing during the opening ceremony. So, yeah, good for the NHL. Good for uh, Calgary Flames and Winnipeg Jets on doing that. So, uh, with that being said, let's uh, let's head over to our interview. Yeah. With uh, Justin. Let's go. Right. 
Res Hockey would like to introduce our guest for episode 76. He is from Poundmaker First Nation in Saskatchewan. He's a former uh, junior and senior player. He's played all over uh, Indian country in res tourneys. Uh, res Hockey would like to introduce to you our guest. Shit, my fro- phone just froze. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> Justin uh, Waskowicz? Waskowicz? Yeah. Waskowicz, yeah. Waskowicz. Said it right. Said it right the first time. Yeah, I had right it on my phone all set up and it just froze <laughs> on me. Because okay. I have all my questions and all my info on here. And oh, just... yeah. Can... Okay, question off topic. Can phone get viruses? Yeah. Why they freeze? Oh yeah, yeah they, yeah they can. Yeah, I'm not be, saying yeah. I watch certain things on my phone, but like, <laughs> it just kind of froze. Shit. Okay. Anyways, uh, welcome to the show, man. It's good to have you. I know uh, we had a yeah, couple uh, con- scheduled on. conflicts, but we're happy to have you on. Yeah, you bet. It's good to be uh, good to be on with you guys here. Uh, you played junior in the SJ and MJ. How was your uh, junior experience? Um, it's pretty good. I played in SJ, about three different teams. Uh, I started off in with my hometown here, North Balfour, North Stars. At seventeen years old, I'm still midget age. Um, it went pretty good. It was good there. We had a pretty older team there, and then, then after that, I went to uh, Estevan Bruins. Um, had a good two seasons there as well. Then I went over to Nipwin. Um. Yeah, I actually had that was probably my best season there. Nip win at over fifty points that year, and then nineteen years old. And then, um, yeah, I had my um, I had my son there that that summer after Nip win. So then I was gonna go back to Nip win for my twenty year old year, but um, you know, I just told him I, I want to try get a trade close to home where I can uh, live with my son. So my my boy Benley Waskut, he's from uh, he's from Ochapways. He's ten years old now. So I had him when I was 20 years old, still playing junior. But, um, yeah, and then I actually went back to North Balford. So then we came out here in the, on the res here in Palmaker. Um, I was traveling back and forth, practices and games and stuff and such. But, uh, yeah, I was getting a little too much. And um, for my last year, my 20-year-old year, a North Star team there wasn't looking too strong, and I wanted to go on a run. So then I got a hold, for, uh, I got a hold of the boys there in OCN. OCN Blizzard, I had about... There was probably about 15 First Nation boys on that team, and they're all my buddies. A couple of them I got I got to meet there. They're new to me, but I knew most of them. So when I, I ended up getting a trade there at the deadline, um, yeah, we had a pretty solid team. We were top five in Canada that year. 15 First Nation boys. It was pretty fun there. It's in, uh, we had a good run. We lost in the final game seven over overtime. So... Yeah, that's that was my junior career there. So, how was it? Uh, you mentioned OCN. How was it playing with episode one guest Nate Breer? Oh, yeah, it was awesome, Nate. Uh, I didn't really know him that much. I played against him in um, NAHC when we were back in midget. He's a big boy, he's one of my closest brothers now. Obviously, playing with him in OCN, and um, yeah, no, it was. It was good. It was a great experience. Me and all those boys playing with those boys. They're all good, talented hockey players. 
Um, having played both, what league do you think was better skill-wise, MJ or the SJ? Oh, probably the SJ. I think it was uh, all around. I would say all around. It was good all around. So, um, you know, it was a tough league too. MJ, don't get me wrong, is a good league, but you know, I think I felt like I had more breakaways in the MJ than I did in the SJ. <laughs> <That's for sure. laughs> yeah. When you uh, talking about breakaways, when you're on a breakaway, what's your uh, finishing move? Probably just forehand, backhand, cheese. You know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The go-to usually works. I tried that. It didn't go so well. <laughs> yeah, Bush was on a breakaway this weekend, and he did, seems like he didn't know what to do. He just stood there. <laughs> And yeah. I think he went backhand, and <laughs> the goalie got him. Yeah, <laughs> uh, that make him bite a little bit. Yeah. Now yeah. Uh, that your junior d- days are been gone for quite a while, uh, what's the one yeah. thing that you missed most about junior hockey? Junior hockey is just the the basically you go play somewhere, and all you do is really play hockey there. Like you're not really doing much. Besides that, you're focused on, you know, your your junior age, right? We're in our teenage, we're teenagers, you know, we're, you know, we're hanging out with the boys every day. Like we're at the rink, we play hockey, we practice every day. You know, it's that brotherhood basically is what I miss. You know, it's, it's been 10 years now. I'm 30 years old now. It's been 10 years and I think about it quite often, but, you know, I don't think about it too much, but, you know, it was probably the best years of my life. Um, Playing with meeting all the boys and playing with all kinds of good hockey players and, yeah, basically just wake up, you know, focus on hockey, go to practice, and just try to win games, you know, go on road trips with the boys. And it, just, it doesn't really get any better than that, to be honest. I really miss miss, miss doing that. I was uh, just this past weekend when Bush and I were playing in a tourney. There's a lot of the times when, like, it's been 20-plus years since I last played junior, but I'm still telling the stories to these boys, and we still laugh about it and, it's uh, it's one thing, even though it's been twenty plus years for me, I still miss it, and I still uh, still laugh at a lot of the stories, and a lot of stupid shit that we that we did back in the day. Oh yeah, fuck yeah, <laughs> good times, good times. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Okay. Um, you've been playing senior hockey for a number of years now. How is the senior hockey circuit in Saskatchewan? Oh yeah, um, I have. The senior hockey is pretty good. I played in three different leagues, actually four different leagues now. Um, I was put my my first started playing right out of junior. Um, we played I played in the THL there down south Saskatchewan there, and uh, my first year we actually won it. I was playing with us three AZ Flyers. Um, my sons my sons from down over that way. Ochap was in that league too, but I didn't play with them that league until um, after. So there, there was one title there, and then about two years later, I played with Ochap in the same league, and we ended up winning again. That was in 2016. Same league, THL, Triangle Hockey League. And then I came over up north here towards North Balford in the uh, Sask Prairie Hockey League. And uh, I won, actually just won last year too. So um, I won last year with Miota Combines. Um they're actually in the final again this year, but I moved back down south, so I'm not playing with them. I was gonna travel every weekend, but I decided not to. But uh, yeah, I was focusing on work and whatnot. But no, the leagues are pretty. They're pretty good all around over here. Um, lots of talent. You know, Saskatchewan's always been known for their hockey players, good hockey players and stuff too. So 
which lead would you consider the best out of the the leads that you just mentioned? Uh probably that probably probably that THL that I played in for sure. Like there's only the three leagues there that I played in, and I thought the THL because they because some some leagues over here like the SPHL they have a, a junior card rule, so you're only allowed like three guys that played junior A per team. Oh, wow. Yeah, so that's it makes it a little bit weaker. Um, but uh, yeah, in those leagues down south there, like you can stack right up. You know, there's a lot of good there's a lot of good leagues over out out in Sass there, like where you can just stack up and don't have to worry about no junior cards or anything. But still good hockey, you know what I mean. But you know, it's those leagues those leagues where there's no cards. That's where you want to be. So. I thought that was you, <laughs> Um Body contact tournaments, yay or nay? Oh, yeah. Love them. Way, way better than Rack. That's for sure. It's uh, it's always been it's always been an interest for me, that's for sure. I'd rather pick a senior contact tournament over a Rack tournament any day. Do you find that the stick work is down when you play uh, body contact compared to non-contact yeah. tourneys? Yeah, definitely. It's uh, and if you have it, depends too, like on the refs, ref situation too. You know, like I always say on the res, res hockey podcast, man, I've been through some tournaments where like you're getting absolutely hacked, you know, like in a rec tournament because that's all they can do, right? Like you're yeah. trying to toe drag, you're gonna freaking get you know, high stick on accident, but really it's on purpose, but you know, <laughs> um, but then there's senior contact, man, like the they everyone's kind of. Everyone's kind of chill, and usually for those they they will they will have some like certified refs, you know, like some real refs, you know, because it's it's contact. They don't need guys running around trying to take your head off in a res tourney. So it's good it's good for that for when they organize real refs for those senior contact tournaments because you know we don't need anybody getting seriously hurt. But you know, yeah, for sure. Yeah. You played in the Dakota Winterfest and Brandon and a few other uh, tourneys this year. Who are some of the fellow tourney players you enjoy playing with and against? With and against, eh? Well, yeah, for the Winterfest this year, that was my first time and probably in a little while because they had all the all the COVID and stuff. It kind of got rid of rid of the tournament there right yeah. for a couple of years, and then. But you know, there's always been. There's always been good players there at the at the DOTC or the Brandon Winterfest they call it now. It's uh you know, a lot of good players like Briere was there this year. You know, they have obviously have uh they had Round Lake Bears there, they had a lot of good players on there, like Dwight was there too. And you know, it's it's it's, it's pretty good, like overall, overall in general. Like there was at least four there's always at least four good teams, five good teams. This year they actually had more more teams this year which surprised me because over the past years they, they kind of like went to like four teams five teams you know and it wasn't really you know it's not that fun when there's not many like many teams but this year they had about 12 teams which i'm glad but they took out the rec right so like yeah. first everyone's yeah. gonna have to play everyone's gonna have to play senior which is awesome you know if it's more games for everyone you know the ice doesn't get all mucked up from all the rec games and stuff so how was it? Uh, you played for the Raz Kings. How was it playing with uh, Eric Roy? Oh yeah, Roy's—he's good, man. I like—I like playing with Roy. He's real steady back there. Um, easy to play with, you know. His vision is 
smooth and everything. So like, just, you know, get open. He's going to feed it to you. Okay. <clears throat> How do you feel about players jumping ship a day or two before tourney starts? <laughs> yeah honestly i'll be honest that stuff doesn't really happen that much anymore but i've heard stories of like back in the day you know like obviously i grew up playing um like over here when i was 16 i started playing playing attorneys and like it was pretty like it did happen often but like nowadays it doesn't happen as much which is good usually people are real um they're real loyal to their teams nowadays, I think. But, you know, there's there's the odd person that'll do it for, like, the, the extra buck or whatever. But, you know, it's <laughs> you got to do what you got to do, really, if you want more money. You know, money money talks is what, is what, is what everyone says. So, uh, Any other tourneys you'll be uh, playing in this year? Uh, yeah, just, just it's right now it's tournament season in Saskatchewan. Like, there's tournaments. Tournaments this weekend, next weekend, two tournaments this weekend. And it's just, you know, just basically staying on ice and trying to get ready for the bigger ones, right? So, yeah. Yeah. Hopefully, I haven't really committed to anyone in Freddie yet lately. So, I've just kind of been focusing on, you know, staying in shape, trying to get in shape. So, when people, teams ask you, how do they get a hold of you? Like, tax, Facebook? Oh, it's usually, it's usually tech. Just usually, I usually play with the team that I know people with. Like last year, I played with Beardies, man. I, that's where I kind of like. That's I played with my brothers there because they're all I lived with. I lived there for a bit when I played AAA there. So like it was pretty. You basically you just stick with your friends or stick with a team that you know. You know, it's easier to play with guys that you know. Yeah. It's yeah. uh, you know, it makes you more comfortable. You know. So. Okay. This is uh. So when me and Trev went to a tournament last year in uh, Minneapolis, uh, one of the guys brought out some techno on his uh, playlist. Um, what do you got on your on your iTunes or your uh, on your way to the rink? When you're, you uh, got or you got... I got a, I got I got a couple of good songs here. Like uh, let's, I'll listen to Wow Tiesto. That's Colorado Colorado Avalanche's come out song, and they're you know Stanley Cup champs. Um, I got. Uh, you know, it switches up every now and then, you know, like I usually find something that's which gets me going here. There's one here that I listen to quite a bit often this year before before games. It's called Mammoth by Dimitri Vegas. Pretty good. Um, you know, I like to switch it up. I'll listen to country here and there just to kind of get switch up the playlist. But yeah, I was uh the passenger driving and yeah. riding with Bush in, in his truck, and I, I played on uh, country music, and he just hated it. He was a DJ. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm normally a country music kind of guy myself, too, but not before hockey as much. Yeah, songs. yeah. Like, I'll listen to country just to, like, relax and just uh, away from the rink, but, yeah, country. you got to go with country, Bush. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, for sure, yeah. Uh yeah, we mentioned the Freddie. Um, how was your experience at the Freddie uh, last year? It's always been it, yeah, it was okay. We uh, you know, playing with and playing with the boys there, it's you know, it's 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 a battle every time. Like we could have finished first in our pool, we ended up not even making Sunday, which just by point wise, and if we would have won a game, then you're you know just. Just not being consistent, I guess. It was it was fun though. Like of course we play against good teams and 
you know, that wasn't the outcome that we wanted, but, you know, just the way she goes, it's a, it's a, it's a battle there at Freddie, you know, games will turn around in a second with a bunch of good players. They'll just turn it up and boom, next thing, next thing you know, you're, you're tied. And, yeah. and you, sometimes you get, you have to win your games there. Like if you tie, it's a tie, it stays as a tie. Right. So when it goes by points, it comes down to Sunday, you know, it sucks when you don't make Sunday. That's for damn sure. That was the first time I didn't make Sunday. So, but yeah. Uh, okay, would you rather would you rather play on a team with less talent but more money or play on a stack team for no money? <laughs> that's a pretty, that's a pretty uh, these are pretty good it, questions. It, yeah, it is a good question there. Um I have had uh a little bit of both, you know, like it's nice playing on a stack team because you know you're gonna go into the money anyways. Depending on the prize money and stuff, and you know, and, and maybe how I am financially at the time too, like you know, so I probably you know play with the stack team and for no money because I'm not all about the money myself too. I'm a pretty humble humble guy myself. You know, I don't always go for it. I will play with the boys that you know we're gonna have fun, we're gonna win, right? So yeah, yeah, it's, that's me. Uh, favorite NHL team and who will win the cup? <laughs> Oh, okay. He's born. I was born and raised in Alberta, so I'm I'm, 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 I'm an Edmonton Oilers guy. So, and obviously, I want McDavid to win a cup. You know, it's and I'm actually watching them right now too. So, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no, it's obviously like I was born and raised in Alberta, St. Paul, Alberta. My mom's from my mom's from Goodfish Lake, Alberta. Um, so I just I grew up watching them. It's pretty. Pretty straightforward for me. It's in my blood to be an Oiler fan. So, for those who can't <laughs> see during this interview, I'm shaking my head. <laughs> <laughs> That's all good. It's all good. Yeah. Uh, what What advice do you have for uh, young players? Young players? Oh, just I don't know. Maybe just well, keep stay on your stay. Just get training, stay training during the summers. Um, don't worry about all the other bullshit, you know, all the the partying and whatever. You know, I was I was told one time that you can be good at that when you're done playing hockey. You know, be good at be good at what you're playing. You know, you got your talented, take advantage of it. Always. That's my advice. For sure. McDavid uh, just scored right now too, so. Yeah, I know. I saw Bush celebrating. <laughs> uh, before we let you go, uh, we'll finish our interview with our famous five rapid NIST questions. You ready? Yeah. <laughs> Question number one, baked or fried bannock? Uh, fried. I noticed a lot of, or... like, uh, not too many guys like baked bannock. Am I the only yeah. one? <laughs> it seems like ninety percent of the guys we have on the show always say fried bannock. Yeah, it's, it's fluffy. <laughs> yeah, it's fluffy. Yeah, That's those right. are like pucks, man. Just hard. You forget the bacon powder in yours. <laughs> Question number two: Ever use a bed sheet for a door or curtain? Uh, no, I haven't. No. <laughs> uh, Question number three. Ever see Ernest Munias live in concert? No, I haven't. No, I haven't. Unfortunately. Yeah, put that on your bucket list. <laughs> uh, question number four, Indian taco or Bannock burger? 
Uh, Indian taco. That's a tough one, but yeah, Indian taco. Yeah. <laughs> Fifth and last question: Can you jig? No, I cannot jig. No, I'm not. I'm not that. I'm not that northern. <laughs> yeah. I like that one. Yeah. <laughs> all right, bro. Thanks for uh, coming on the show. It uh, we appreciate yeah. all the support you have given us and uh, taking the time to come in on the show. So, and awesome. hopefully uh, our path cross, and we'll see you at attorney one of these days. Yeah, yeah you bet. I appreciate having me, and Dennis. Trev is awesome. All right, uh, take care and good luck the rest of your uh, your hockey season with these res yep. attorneys, and uh, we'll see you again. Yeah, you bet, fellas. Have a good one. Yeah, see ya. See ya. Hey guys, welcome back from our interview with Justin. Great guy. Great yeah. guy. Jason. What? You said Justin. Yeah. What the fuck are you talking about? Oh, I swore. Oh, oh yeah, Justin. I saw. Oh. What, what did you... I say? You said did Jason. I, did, I, did I introduce him as Jason? <laughs> no. No. You said Justin. Okay, good. Carry on. <laughs> totally lost me now. Uh, yeah, uh, great, great interview. I think that's the one thing that we we like doing is from like talking with someone who lo- who loves playing res res tourneys that played junior hockey and senior hockey and still loves playing loves loves playing hockey loves playing these yeah. res tourneys. So just another great example of another good guy on the show. Nah, having them on. So thanks again for coming on the show. We really appreciate. Um, okay, this uh, rest, rest, this week's rest hockey top five is pretty, pretty, pretty funny. Um, story behind it. Uh, like we mentioned earlier, we went to the U.S. for a hockey tournament, and there was a couple of us. We all had lists from our spouses <laughs> of yeah. things that we had to get in the U.S. Um, everyone knows like every Canadian when they go to the U.S. One of the th- things they do is they go to Target because we don't have Target in Canada. So, uh, we had to go to Target. Then we had to go to Walmart because they sell way different things compared to us. So there were yeah, we had a couple of us guys that had we had lists and we had to go shopping. So this week, uh, where's hockey? Top five things we had to buy this weekend while in the U.S. Yeah. So uh, number five, uh, there's some uh, liquor and smokes. Uh, there's some liquor that they don't sell up here in Canada, and the liquor's cheap, cheap yeah. in in the U.S. Um, so we had to get some liquor and like smokes. There's like menthol smokes. They don't sell them up here in Canada, so we had to get some smokes or some some chew since chew is way cheaper down there yeah so we had we're to not, get we're not we're not condoning you know and we're, we're not promoting <laughs> so it's just something we had to get uh so tobacco and liquor yeah uh number four for uh top five things we had to buy this weekend while in the u.s snacks nice. um i i text my sister i told her i was going to the u.s and if uh, if you want anything, if you need anything for me to pick up, let me know. Um, sure enough, we went. I went uh, Walmart and Target, and I filled up half of Bush's uh, truck. <laughs> yeah. 
in his cab, and she asked for a lot. Yeah. Um, I think I spent over like almost close to two hundred dollars American just on a bunch of snacks, and I went to town. Like I filled up my cart, and I was throwing shit in there, and like, oh, this looks cool. Never seen this before. I'm sure, my nieces and nephew will like this, and um, I shipped it on the bus today because it would be the cheap cheapest way to send it to my sister Aaron and my brother-in-law Trevor who live in Cochrane, Ontario from Kenora. The box was 50 pounds. <laughs> <laughs> and the funny thing is <clears throat> instead of me paying for it, I sent it COD. <laughs> <laughs> so when my sister goes pick up the box on Wednesday, she was like, she'll have to pay for it. And I was like, that wasn't that bad. It was like no. 50, 56 bucks. That's not bad for a 50 pound box. Yeah. So, uh, but yeah, it's the US has way better snacks compared to Canada. So I'm kind of glad we don't have the snacks because I'd be eating those snacks uh, like nonstop, no. like every night and going to Walmart and just buying frozen frozen like fake food and just living off that shit so it's it's uh and, it's, and there's lots of it too right like yeah those, those family bags are family bags are like wow like you go to like a super center walmart like holy man the grocery stores are huge down there and they have like 10 of everything so you have a lot <laughs> of things to choose from but it's a uh blessing in disguise i guess you could say right Okay, number three. This goes out to our teammate Polly. Um, yes, he had one important thing that he <laughs> he had to get from his wife. It was some kind of spice. So number three, spices. What kind of spice was it called again? Uh slap your mama spice or something like that. <laughs> That's, I can't remember. He even showed us a, a screenshot of it too because he. Probably... His, yeah, his wife sent him a picture that of the spice of what it looks like. So he was like all focused and like, I got to get this. I got to get this. First, we went to Target. It wasn't there. So we made the drive to Walmart and he found two. I'm surprised he didn't get more than two. I know, yeah. So, yeah, the number three was the his spices because he uh, he looked pretty hard and yeah. he was determined to find that slap your, what is it called again? Slap your mama in the face. I can't remember. That's but a weird I, name for a spice. I, I know the word slap your mama was in there. What? It's like that for chicken or barbecue or I think was, spice I think was he, it? I think he was going to put it on his wings and stuff. Oh, that's that's funny. <laughs> yeah. uh, okay, number two for things we had to buy this weekend while in yes. the U.S. Number two is coffee. Um, They have way more coffee brands down there. Uh, This one is specific, specifically for me because I had to buy a special kind of coffee um, called caribou coffee that they don't have up here in Canada. It's only mostly in just the Midwest, Minnesota. Um, I had to get dark roasts. I got five boxes at $15 a box. So that was like 75 American, which is like a hundred dollars Canadian. So I spent a hundred dollars just on coffee. So, it's dark, dark roast. Yeah. And I'm not a coffee drinker, so I it doesn't really, it doesn't, doesn't do much for me. So hmm. for you coffee drinkers out there, I'm sure 
uh, once you find a coffee that you like and really enjoy that no matter what you want that specific blend and brand right so and number one thing uh for our res hockey top five things we had to buy this weekend while in the u.s and this is again specifically for me is a kitchen carpet carpet i was given a uh told I well, I was asked I wasn't told okay slash 5050 asked told <laughs> to look to buy a kitchen carpet from Target and I was given specific colors so I had to walk around up and down this aisle they had like 20 carpets taking picture of carpets is this good no is this good no <laughs> but I finally found a carpet and uh I made sure I took care of it it was the back of the the truck and we had to put hockey bags and our luggage in yeah. there. So I made sure it didn't get dirty because I don't know. I don't want to bring a dirty carpet, a brand new dirty carpet home. Right. So yeah. I made sure I took care of it and it was, uh, yeah, it came back. No, uh, no uh, dirt stains or nothing. So we're, we were good to go on that one. So yeah, that's this week's hockey top five. Things yeah. we had to buy this weekend while in the U S it's funny that we all had, shopping uh list that we had to do yeah so uh, uh talking one thing i just want to bring up that was pretty funny uh bush's good friend paulie um he came and played with us this year and while we were driving we passed customs and we were just leaving customs entering the, the u.s and he asked uh and he was in the truck and he asked where are we going <laughs> I know. That guy didn't even know where we were going or that we were crossing the border. He just knew that he had to bring his passport. And just the way he sounded when he asked that question, like, where are we going? It was so funny. And there's like a little kid not knowing what was going on. It's always good to have a guy on a hockey team that's just loves to laugh, loves to joke, loves to tell stories. And it totally makes makes it a lot easier just uh everyone's relaxed and paulie was our guy this weekend yeah and, and it's it's good that we're not all tensed and nervous and it's just it was a nice relaxing weekend having him on our team and i think every team should have that type of player where he's just uh always telling stories and making jokes and making the team laugh <laughs> and stuff like that it, there was times we were laughing with him, and there was times we were laughing at him, and he yeah. knew it, and and he didn't take offense to that because he knew we were laughing. So it, it was good to have a lot of laughs with Paulie. Now we we will be playing with him again in another uh, tournament in Dryden, Ontario, called Last Chance. Last Chance, yeah. In end of March, so I'm looking forward to that tournament. Uh, question: I wrote this down while we were coming back yesterday. Are you a douchebag if you get upset with a player? on your team during a game an attorney question mark i don't think so um i okay this is i thought of it because it, it happened with me i got mad at one of our players on our team um i wasn't like we were down one nothing then we scored they scored two quick goals and we get three nothing and i Got upset with my defense partner. I won't name names, but and and 
I don't know. I I felt bad because I for a while because I don't know. I didn't want to be a douche, but I had to say something because he wasn't playing to what he can play, and it was a good game. Like, like so, was I a douchebag? Was I an asshole for getting upset with him and telling him to smarten up? Like, like when you play these these tournaments that have like no money prize or that are just for fun. Is it okay to still be competitive? I think it is. I think if you drive five hours, I, I think you want to bring some kind of a game and he definitely, I've seen him play a lot better. I doubt uh, that. Sure. And that's, I, I think that's what frustrates someone getting mad at, at a, no, I'm mad, but reminding him that, you know what, you, you can play a, you have played and you you are a better player than than this outlet pass. Like, it, it wasn't just, like when I got mad at him, it was nothing personal. He's a great guy off the ice. Nice guy. We laugh and sit around, mm-hmm. but like on the ice, it was just a heat of the moment thing. I got mad. I got mad at him. And it's just like like you said, we we drove four or five hours down there. We had to pay for our own hotel and we had to like exchange rate. And so we're Shit, we're you and, mad at me. I didn't take it seriously. Oh yeah, did I get mad at you? Yeah, because uh, what'd you do now? <laughs> what did I do now? I, I I was I was just I was trying to make the play real fast. I didn't slow it down, and then there's a couple times when I when I when I couldn't accept the pass at all for some reason. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, like, but I didn't take it seriously. Like, though, you want to you you play to win, right? <clears throat> and. Especially against a team that beat us on that Friday, so I wanted, I wanted redemption. I want revenge to to beat them, because we beat them yeah. last year and they didn't like it. Yeah. So that's why they were trying hard that Friday night against us. So it, it's nothing personal. Don't take offense. People yell at me. I don't take offense. I just got to keep playing my game and keep shrug it off and just fix what they recommend. So it's just I felt bad late bad later, but it's it's part of the game. If you can't handle criticism from your own teammates, I guess, then yeah. But like then again after the game, someone on our team said that I'm too competitive. It's not that I'm competitive, I just I wanna win. I don't play just uh just for the hell of it, just for fun. Like the point of playing hockey is to win, right? So it was uh, I and I didn't take offense when he told me that. I knew he was right. He's like, yeah, you're you're totally right. I'm competitive, but who? It's just it's just who I am, and I know a lot of guys are competitive too. They don't want to lose in hockey. They don't want like golf. Baseball, you guys don't want to lose, right? It, it's there's some talk about competitive. There's some golfing players that are really competitive. <laughs> yeah, so, um, yeah, I I felt bad for a bit, but it's just it's just me being competitive and me not wanting to lose. It's and it's nothing personal. So for my future teammates, if I get mad at you, don't take offense. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> I get mad at Bush Dallin. Yeah. So. Uh, anything else before uh, 
We take off. Um, we did not win the Powerball, but we tried. Oh. Yeah, we were talking about that. Like, what if we win the Powerball? The Powerball was how much it was, was it? Uh, it was at one hundred sixty-one million. The cash buyout was eighty-two million American dollars, which. We did the math. It came up to 120 something million or something like that Canadian. So wow, um, it would have been a nice, uh, you know, nice, nice chunk of change to come yeah. back home with 120 million American. <laughs> I mean, U.S. But yeah, that's another good thing. That's another added to our top five yep. lottery tickets. Oh, yeah, I had to get right. my dad lottery tickets. He sent me like 65 bucks, so I had to get like 40 something dollars. And yeah. Powerball tickets, and the poor guy didn't even win nothing. <laughs> I think out of out of five lines uh, numbers, I think I got maybe two right on all five of them. So I wasn't even close. <laughs> so with like a game like that, do you pick your own numbers, or you just pick like? I, uh... I think it's just as random as if you pick your own, or is you select quick pick? Like there's yeah, there's way more combinations of that one because I think you can go up to sixty numbers. Zero to sixty. That's one, yeah. That's a lot of uh, a lot of yeah. numbers, eh? Mm-hmm. Jeez. Hmm. Yeah, we didn't come. We didn't come back champions or millionaires. So, no. not this year. Not this year. So, yeah. Next uh, year we're gonna stay at the casino. Yeah, there's a Res Casino in Fort. Uh, what is it called? Fortune Bay. Yeah, it's called Fortune Bay Casino. I think it's in a small town like Eli, Minnesota. Mm. It's a cool little casino. They have a lot of good concerts. And yeah, we'll be staying there next year. Yeah. That's the cool thing about like uh, native casinos. You can use their status card to get a discount. Mm-hmm. They call them tribal cards in the, in the U.S. So, But there's a casino in Vegas now that's owned by a, uh, a tribe in California. It's on the strip. I wonder if you could use your tribal card, status card, to get yeah, a discount. Because I'm registered at, at Leech Lake Travel Council too, eh? In the states. Oh, so you're double dipping? I'm, I'm I can double dip. Oh damn! Yeah, when you dip, I dip. We now. dip. Oh yeah. Okay. Well, <laughs> yeah. Going back to hip hop nineties. <laughs> yeah. I didn't know you were a Leech Lake. Yeah, Leech Lake. That's where my dad res- was registered. And I got the registered. Damn. The register. Yeah. I wonder. So I'm going to use that next year. Yeah. I mean, we should go to Vegas and book yeah. a room at that Nish Hotel. And that'd be next cool. Next draft tournament, we'll stay at the Nish Hotel. So uh, if you're going to Vegas, search it up. See if you get a discount. That'd be something something cool. It's on this trip. I totally can't can't remember the name, but I'll yeah. post it once I'll Google it and I'll post it on our Facebook. So so with that being said, thanks for joining us for episode 76. Mm-hmm. We really appreciate you taking the time to come hang out with Bush and I. Uh we have fun doing these shows as always, and we uh, really appreciate the support you guys give us on social media. So give us a follow on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and Bush and I have our own personal uh TikToks, but yeah. So give us a follow, give us a like, and uh, if you have a anyone who wants to be cousin of the week, or you have a res hockey top five, shoot us a message, and we'll be more than happy to share it and uh, 
And if you know of a hockey tournament that we haven't posted, let us know and we'll be yeah. happy to post your hockey tournament. Um, so yeah, we're more than happy and willing to help help everyone out because I, you guys have helped helped us out so for so long, so so much. So we we always want to give back. So it's about giving back. So uh, yes. So yeah, shoot us a message. Other than that, have a good week, guys. Uh, take care of each other, love each other, and uh, be awesome. I'll, be I'll see you guys in two weeks. I'm going skiing next weekend. Oh yeah, he's gonna be posting on our Facebook and yeah. him him going down to ski ski hill. Even I might even uh, go live. I might even lick the bar. Oh yeah, he's gonna post <laughs> a Dumb and Dumber and like uh, Harry Dunn. Harry Harry Dunn and lick the pole. No, it's Harry. No, it's Harry. And sit on the the chair all day. Round and round and round. <laughs> yeah, that's something you should do. So, yeah, Bush is gone next week. Um, We'll have a show still, but the show must continue. The show will go. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, well, yeah, we'll see you next week, guys. Yep. Peace.